Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. Let me talk about dyspraxia because it's a problem that I've heard mentioned on this program and I've discussed on this program many, many times. It now has its own day and dyspraxia day is this very day. Let's talk a bit about what it is, how it affects somebody and also about a fantastic new app that can actually detect it in a child. Uh, that in, in a little while, but let me go first to Audrey Dennehy. Audrey, good morning. Good morning, PJ. Tell me about how dyspraxia has entered your life or your child's life. Well, dyspraxia would be one of many um, developmental language disorders. Um, Mehal, which is the new kind of name, is DLD, which would used to be known as SLI for. Um, you know, uh, specific language impairments. Mm. But Michal, um, at 18 months, like he's my third child, he's, you know, real bubbly little boy. But I noticed that he wasn't, you know, uh, getting the words pronouncing properly, that he seemed to be, you know, not up to the level that I would have expected at 18 months. Um, and... Following that, an assessment uh, a referral was sent to our uh, local SLT, um, the community SLT, and last year he was seen by Mary, the SLT, and diagnosed with a severe speech sound disorder, which is part of um, developmental language yeah. disorder. For, for for people who wouldn't be familiar, Audrey, what are his issues with speech? Like it, it, forming so, forming a sentence, learning words. What are his problems? Learning words and the sounds that the word of the word. So, I'll just use the example of Nana Sheila, which is one of his grandmothers, and he adores her. But he wasn't able to say Sheila. He just could not get the word. He could not pronounce it in his head. He was saying it, but what was coming out of his mouth, you know, was not comprehensible. It was, right. it, it made no sense. Um, for him, like real chatty, but the chat was, um, un, un, you couldn't understand him. Yeah. The frustration for a long time. And say the word now, the thing like Nana, Nana Sheila, would, would the sound be the same every time? As in his attempt yeah, to like say he Sheila. Would, he might say, 
Nana Iya or Nana Wiwa or you know, it right. just he wasn't getting the syllables. He wasn't being able to to get the sounds. Gotcha. Um, just they weren't coming out. The, the the way that the oral movement be just wasn't you know he wasn't yeah. able to put the tongue up the, or down. You the know, word is to in make his brain, shapes. he can't bring it to his lips. Oh, yeah, exactly. Right. So he he's got it, but it's just not coming out yeah. as it should. Yeah. So. Now, that was a great achievement. And I think my proudest moment was having him learn to say Nana Sheila, thanks to Mary, the our SLT, yeah. um, the community SLT. And she what, what kind of, of, of services are there? You mentioned the community speech and language therapist, but what kind of services yeah, are so there? Yeah, it's general? very, very difficult to source services. They're very limited. Um so, like, we would have be, been waiting a long time. Like, I would have highlighted it 18 months to the um, public health nurse. And the one line that you'll hear a lot of is, uh, they'll grow out of it. You know, they'll grow out of it. They're small. They'll get there. They'll, they'll get it. But I knew, my instinct knew that this was more. This, this wasn't something he was going to grow out of. He was having difficulties and he needed help. Yeah. So I think it took it upon myself, you know, to start researching and advocating. And um, I, you know, went back to the public health nurse and I said, no, you please need to refer him because there is something he is not, you know, he's not getting the sounds. He's not at the level that I would expect. And he, to him, he's saying them, but they're not coming out right. And the frustration was there. So very limited services. Uh, there is not enough community um, SLTs. Like I think our one would cover a huge area. Um, and then from that, like, you know, there's lots of people that would, you know, have to go down the road of private therapy, which is extremely expensive. Yes. There is no supports for it. Um, and the you know what what they need is intensive speech therapy to develop the yeah. the ability to speak and make the sounds. Um, a recommendation from the um, community speech therapist was to um, think about this language class. I had never known these language classes existed. This is in Mallow, um, isn't it? Yes, and now it's a specific language-based class. So it's, you know, it is, there's a certain criteria. They have to, you know, undergo assessments. There's an awful lot of paperwork. Um, and the class only covers junior and senior infants. After that, it's off you go. And if you're lucky, you'll get supports in school, you know, but you kind of have to paddle your own canoe then and fight and push for services um, for your for your children. Mm. Um, so for us now, thankfully, we got into he you know he reached all the criteria and he was lucky enough to get a place. Right. But it's only like so it's covering juniors and seniors. The class only holds seven, so you have from the juniors going on possibly to the seniors. So. There's only two in juniors, they're new intake, and I think maybe 
uh, one new intake from the seniors. So there was only three accepted into the class this year. And and what like he'll have two years there then junior and high babies as we used to call them in the old days. And what happens? Yeah. And then it's on to mainstream. You know, he'll um he'll go into hopefully into Lismire National School where my girls attend mm. and hopefully he'll get supports. Um That's just what I was gonna say, because it ain't gonna go away in two years, like. No, it's not. This is going to be something that he's going to need, you know, work and practice and lots of in, intense speech therapy. Um, and it's exhausting for him yeah. to do it. Like he's small. He's, you know, he's he's still little and it is tiring. His brain has to work and his, he, his you know, physically his mouth has to work. His brain has to, it's, it's a lot, a lot of work for them. Yeah. Right. But, it is needed. Yeah. Um, but like that, like there are people, you know, that are unaware and follow the line of they'll grow out of it and don't seek the help. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like I think it's that, scary. That was when kind of the old way we used to say, ah, sure, look, they'll grow out of it. Yeah. And, and I think it's still, a lot of that is still there. You end up oh, with a young person then who has struggled through and they end up very inarticulate and unable to communicate well because when they were a child well, this little problem was never sorted. Yeah, but it affects affects like a whole myriad of 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 things. It like it affects learning, reading, like fifty percent of children with um a diagnosis of DLD will um go on to develop um uh you know difficulty reading, writing, mm. um, understanding spoken, written language, yeah. um, learning different languages is, you know, going to be a near impossibility for the likes of Michal, who struggles with getting English words out. Yeah, and with, with supports, so, a lot of that could be could be mitigated. Stay there for me, Audrey. I yes, want to bring in I will, of course. Dr. Pauline Frizzell, who is UCC speech and language Expert. Um, Pauline, you've developed an app, I think, that can detect problems with language development. Good morning. Good morning. Um, well, we're just we're in the process of developing the app. But yes, um, but could I just clarify a couple of things before I talk about the app, PJ, if you don't mind, sure. just to say that today is DLD day rather than dyspraxia day. So okay. Um, DLD is developmental language disorder, and that's a significant difficulty learning, understanding and using spoken language. So sometimes DLD can occur with dyspraxia, but it doesn't always. So verbal dyspraxia is a difficulty coordinating the movements that are required for speech. But we often have people with DLD who don't have dyspraxia. And so that's one of the problems is because it's often hidden as a pro- you know, as a difficulty because they may be able to produce speech sounds without any great difficulty, but they might make errors, for example, using simple sentences or even having trouble organizing a conversation. And they may not understand what you're saying to them. Right. So that's really problematic and so, that's part of the reason that we developed the So app, Pauline, is, is, is DLD then as a term, is that a bit like, and I stress a bit like an umbrella term, say for ASD? In autism? Is it um, an umbrella term? It's, 
Or is it specific? It's not, well, I suppose it can co-occur. It's not really an umbrella term, but a lot of these things are very interlinked and they have some common symptomology. But I suppose the problem with DLD is that it wasn't being given the status of a disorder, if you like. So if you imagine people who are in school and if you have a teacher with 30 children in their class and you've got one child who maybe presents as being just quite shy or quite quiet because they don't say a lot Mm -hmm. and maybe they don't understand or they could be considered to be disruptive because they're not following the instructions that are given by the teacher, for example. But of course... DLD language is part of everything. So if you don't understand language, it affects your ability to do maths. It affects your ability to follow the instructions that are given at PE or to understand the rules of the game when you're playing with your friends in the schoolyard. And so it affects your ability to make friends. And if you don't recognize DLD as a disorder, then children won't get the supports that they absolutely need. And we reckon about two in every classroom have developmental language disorder. And well, so every every classroom in the country, Pauline. Sorry? Every classroom in the country. Every classroom in the country, yes. It has, um, you know, everybody's heard of dyslexia. I think it's a nice uh, parallel because when we think if somebody has a difficulty learning to read and write, people will automatically think, oh, I wonder have they got dyslexia. We should check out and see if they got dyslexia. But if people have difficulty understanding and using their own first language, We don't recognize that as a society as being a difficulty, an inherent difficulty that somebody has that is, you know, not part of their behavior. This is part of just and it's not part of intelligence. You know, it's not that this person isn't intelligent. It's that they have a specific difficulty learning language. Some people have specific difficulty learning to read, learning to write. Other people have difficulty learning maths. These children need to be given the support and the recognition that this is an inherent difficulty that they have. It affects their employment levels, their social relationships, their well-being. You know, it affects everything. I'm very taken by that statistic. Uh, Statistics don't often knock me back on my feet, but that one has that you reckon there's two kids in every class in the country with DLD. Yes. Wow. Yes. Wow. And that's why we so we so like we really need to get the word out there that people I have a friend who says I won't rest until my taxi driver knows what DLD is. So we want everybody to know what DLD stands for and so that we can recognize these difficulties and give these children the supports that they need throughout our schools and into adulthood you know we we have to give supports from as early and the problem is it's very difficult to diagnose DLD empirically we can't really diagnose it for sure before four years of age because if we we have lots of children who can be late talkers at two and they're fine when they're four yeah children talk at their own pace we all anyone one of us who've had kids knows that they talk at their own pace but Mm -hmm. yeah talk to me about this we also have children Yeah, so the app is called Texi, and I first started developing it in 2016. Well, 2015, I did a little bit of work in UCC, and then I went on a fellowship to Oxford to work on it there for a while. And we're now at the stage where we have the app, um, but when you develop any type of test to help children who have difficulties, you have to establish, first of all, what's typical. So what can typically developing children do on this task so what you need is you need to get hundreds and hundreds of children who don't have any diagnosed difficulties to do it 
And that's the stage that we are at. So it's it's about, it takes about 20 to 25 minutes and you can download it from the App Store. Unfortunately, it's only available for iPad just yet, but um, it's just a series of animations that children listen to and they hear a voice at the same time. And if the voice, if what the person says and the animation match, then they touch the smiley emoji. And if they don't match, they touch the other oopsie emoji, as I call it. Yeah. So we um, we can, once we've established what's typical, then we go and we use it with children who have diagnosed difficulties and children who are at risk of having these difficulties. Right. And that's then when we can start to use the tool clinically. But you have to always with any of these. And the problem is that an awful lot of tests that we use in Ireland are normed on US populations or UK populations. So we want a test that uses the Irish population um, and that can help us identify these children. So we're asking parents, if, if you don't mind, please, children between five and nine, if they can download it and do it at home. It's important that children do it on their own so that they don't get help from a parent because that would obviously affect you know how the child would perform and we'll also be going into preschools and schools and asking them for their help and support with the younger children okay well it looks as if it's technology that's developing and exciting and very useful technology but that is a statistic that i will take from that discussion with audrey and pauline that in every class in the country there were two children with dld developmental language disorder if you learn nothing else this morning learn that that's a major problem Corks 96 FM Hi I'm Daniel founder of Pretty Litter cats and cat owners deserve better than any old fashioned litter that's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.